Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It is December. It is here. Let's do the last podcast of the year. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Hello and welcome to In The Pocket, the bass guitar podcast where we get the lowdown on the low end. My name's Johnny, a totally average bass player, and each week I'm joined by a different co-host to talk all about that bass. Now, this week's co-host is me. It's your boy. Um, no co-host this week um, because we've got a quite a bit to go through and I thought I would dedicate this episode to a certain topic. It's getting to the end of the year, which means there's lots of lists coming out, awards, top gear of the year, all of this. And you might remember if you if you follow my YouTube channel, um, I did uh, the Dibleys last year, which was my own set of awards. And I decided to do it again this year, but for all you podcast listeners instead. Uh, so a little treat for you all, my lovely, lovely people. Um, we're not doing any questions this week, just focusing on gear of the year, looking at a bit of news, and yeah, all that jazz. Oh man, it has been a pretty, it's been a pretty busy month, like leading up to Christmas is, is always, always madness, but this year especially, uh, here in the UK, like the Omicron variant, uh, or Omicron, sorry, I keep calling it Omicron, um, and it just reminds me of Transformers every time. <laughs> like, you've got your Decepticons, you've got your Autobots, you've got Unicron, uh, and Omicron as well. He's a really, really evil one, uh, infecting all the people. <laughs> but yeah, trying not to get it before Christmas uh, is is a challenge. Um, just trying to stay in as much as possible. Which, you know, I'm a hermit, so that's, that's, that's fine. I don't like talking to people, that's fine. I only like talking to people on podcasts. <laughs> That's how I'm just going to communicate from now on. Um, anyway, yeah, it's been a, it's been a great uh, year for bass overall, and I've I've had a great year so far. And uh, you know, I'm hoping it won't all go downhill in the last like week and a bit that we got left. But who knows? <laughs> um, right, let's let's get on with it, shall we? Let's start with the news. So the latest bass guitar news for this week. We've got a couple of new we've got a couple of new releases and then we've also got some like top 10 lists uh, that we'll go through from other sites before going into my own list. So first off being GNL got the GNL have popped up so much in the news recently. They're just like trickling out bits of news uh, over the last like couple of months, which you know is brilliant for me. And I really like following GNL now. I've got two of uh, their guitars. So GNL done it again. 
tribute series, nice and affordable, Indonesian-made series. They've now got a fretless. It's like it's meant to be, you know, because I've been thinking about getting a fretless recently. But I've never played one, and I don't think I'd ever properly use one, but I just love the idea of it, and uh, yeah, I've been loving their sound even more. So they're doing a fretless uh, kiloton or kiloton or... Uh, Kiloton, or that's <laughs> definitely not that one. Um, Kiloton, I call it. Oh, no, there is an O in there, not an I. Kiloton, Kilo. Ginel, at me. Just, just tell me what it is, okay? Yeah, really cool. It's like a P base style body. I think it's the same body shape as the SB2 that I've got, um, which is like a bit of a more curvy P base, and then just with a single humbucker in the bridge, uh, and yeah. I'm on board. I really like jazz basses and stingrays for fretlesses. I think they're the best sounding. I don't know if I've ever, have I ever heard a fretless P bass? Probably, probably have. Uh, but they're kind of the more classic ones. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm on board. You can turn it into a single coil as well, the humbucker. So you can get that kind of bridge pickup Jacko Pistorius sound if you want it. So yeah, really cool. I want to check it out. GNL, hit me up. Let's do this. The next bit of news is a new release from Electro Harmonics. Um, now, I think this came out this week. A bit of a weird time to launch it just before Christmas, but literally, literally just before Christmas. So it can't be bought for Christmas. Seems a bit weird. Oh, well, I'm sure there's some method to the madness. Um, it is a nano version of the Qtron. Now, for those that don't know, the Qtron is a um, envelope filter which you know for bass players is an absolute joy so to have that same classic circuit in a smaller housing is just a no-brainer really it's uh something that we can all appreciate and uh yeah big fan big fan other bits of news we're going to go through some top 10 lists here and just have a and look at look at what we think about them because some I agree with some I don't agree with and you know some I don't really have an opinion on because I haven't played all the gear this year I wish I have I've played a lot of gear this year but not as much as some people so this one comes from guitarworld.com and I saw this pop up because it was like the top 10 bass pedals of 2021 and I was like oh okay so oh I, I told a lie it's the top eight what what they just there wasn't two more that were good enough, apparently. Uh, top eight. So number eight is the Aguila Chorosaurus. I mean, it's it's in the it's in there for the name, really, isn't it? It's amazing. Love a chorus. Haven't played this pedal in particular. Nice. I'm sure it's great. Aguila pedals are normally great. Number seven is an interesting one uh, because it doesn't really fit in with the rest, and that is because it's the Line Six Helix processor. I feel like can you have this in a top list of pedals like this is every single pedal ever pretty much um okay weird but you know i have the hx stomp i really like the helix stuff and uh once you i don't really like the presets but as soon as you get like you start diving in and understanding it a bit more yeah it's pretty good so that's at number seven number six is the tc electronic spectrocomp bass compressor yes i really like this compressor i think it sounds good uh and it's only one knob and you know it's a man after my own heart he's only got one knob um and i don't just like it because it's only one knob it's just so simple you do have the i believe you can do the tone print stuff so you can uh get 
plug it into your computer and load uh, different kind of presets and sounds on there or control what the knob does maybe but yeah i really like this simple compressor i think it's a really fantastic gateway for people to get into compressors i have a compressor always on my board i've got the cali 76 uh compressor you know compact bass compressor which is you know an extremely high-end compressor uh, but this is a fantastic option for somebody it's like 70 quid uh really nice and simple and can get you the tones you need so yeah nice i like that that's on the list didn't come out this year but I don't think that uh, qualifies things to get on this list. I think that's just what they liked this year. Whatever. Uh, okay, number five is the Electro Harmonics Deluxe Big Muff Pie. Oh, nice. Uh, I really like the Big Muff. It, you know, it's classic. I've got the Russian one on my board at the minute, which is cool. Uh, I've not played the Deluxe. I did used to have the normal Big Muff Pie, uh, which was great, but I wasn't really into fuzz at the time i wanted distortion and uh, this is like it was like my third ever pedal or something and yeah i, I was didn't really understand it at the time so i sold it but yeah the deluxe big muff has so many more features you've got the crossover function and uh, you've got di out as well so it's really all in one at number four is oh the boss oc5 octave pedal uh i really want to try the oc5 it seems Great, and it's got an octave up option, which I think is essential for an octave pedal for me. I quite like having the option of having this, you know, nice deep low octave. You kind of get that that OC that boss OC sound, uh, but then also I like pairing distortion with an octave up in like a separate chain to kind of give you this fake biamp guitar sound, which is which is cool. So yeah, nice. I like it. Number three is an envelope filter, which is the MXR M82. What can I say? It's a bass focus envelope filter. I have no experience with it. I don't really have much experience with... I've never owned an envelope filter pedal, only through a multi-FX. So yeah, don't really have much to say. Good on you, MXR. There's a lot, lot of different brands in here. Number two is... Oh, the Fender Downtown Express. I don't like this pedal. I just thought it sounded a bit bland and dry and I don't know. I thought the overdrive was okay. Didn't really rate the compressor and the EQ I thought was just a bit weak. Um, so, wow, number two on their spot. You know, fine. Doesn't tick on my pickle. Doesn't mean it's not good. I can only just share my opinion. But, okay, cool, fine. Defender Downtown Express. Um... And number one, oh, interesting, is the Dark Glass Alpha Omega Ultra version two. I love the the version or the ultra versions of the Dark Glass pedals. I when when a new, whenever a new one comes out, I'm like, no, I'm not going to buy it. Yet. I'm going to wait for the ultra because I really like the option of having. Uh, I I really like having the option of being able to activate the distortion on and off. And, you know, the ultras allow you to do that as opposed to just having a single pedal. Alpha Omega sounds awesome. Um, I kind of wish I had one. <laughs> I do want to get into it. Um, maybe I should get the Omicron. Oh, wait, is it called the Omicron? Their other one. Oh, no, I'm going to have to look that up in a second. <laughs> if it's called the Omicron, I'm definitely not going to get it. <laughs> well, I don't want it. I don't want the Omicron. Um yeah alpha omega great sounding mix of like distortion and like a fuzz circuit really really cool 
Um, and they've just brought out the Photon. So I'm surprised that wasn't at the number one spot. But I think this list is more like looking back on reviews that they've done and looking at the top ones. Anyway, that was guitarworlds.com's uh, list. Uh, go and check it out. And you can there's all the specs and all the pictures and links to where you can buy it for the best prices, etc. So yeah, a good comprehensive list. I'm a fan. I like it. Next up is... Another list of top 10s from ID Time Music. And this is the top 10 bass guitars uh, of what they think are the best of this year that they have reviewed. So, number 10 is the Squire by Fender Affinity Jazz Bass. I'm assuming that this is the 2021 Affinity. I nearly got the PJ bass the other day somebody was selling it online but they were selling it for more than it was new so i sent them a message and was like hey um i can get this for like 20 quid cheaper new i think this is a fair price would you consider that and they were like oh i didn't realize they dropped the price uh no i think i'll wait till after christmas and i was like yep yeah, you know fair enough that's that's fine um and no doubt I'll be buying that one off that guy <laughs> in the new year. Who knows? Um, but yeah, because I do really want to try one. Um, but anyway, the, the Affinity Jazz. Cool. I've heard good things. Um, I thought the Jaguar was okay, uh, but not amazing. But, you know, fine. Number nine, the Epiphone Toby Standard Four-String Electric Jazz Bass. This is the one I think it is. Then I, this is an ugly bugger. Yeah, it is. Not a fan. Uh, <laughs> number eight. I love this. It's just Ibanez four string. What does that mean? Okay, great. Just an Ibanez. Cool. I'm guessing that this is their like entry level standard PJ bass, which looks a bit naff. Um, number seven, Sterling Ray four. Nice. It's the cheapest Stingray that they do officially licensed. And yeah, those things great. Fantastic bang for your book with those. So awesome. Uh, number six, the Ibanez Talman TMB100. Really? I didn't really like the TMB100, but whatever. I don't really like the preamp. I wish they just got rid of that active preamp and just made it passive. That would be a much, spent the money on better pickups. I think that would be a much better option. Um, but yeah, great feeling bass and really, really fun to play. Number five, Yamaha BB234. And then they've put BB on the end again. <laughs> this is a weird write-up. <laughs> it's really strange. Um, I really like the BB series. I've not played the 234. I had the 434, which was great. Really premium features for not a lot of money. The GNL and number four is the GNL Tribute JB2. So it's their Indonesian jazz bass. So the competitor, GNL's competitor with Squire's classic vibe uh, jazz bass. Um, kind of a mix between the 60s and 70s. I think it's got more of a 60s layout in terms of the pickup positioning. Yeah, her, her, nothing but her. <laughs> I hear nothing but great things about those. And if it's anything to go by with the other GNLs, God, I'm becoming like a GNL fanboy, I swear. Um, if it's anything else to go by, then yeah, awesome. Number three is the Yamaha, again, four-string bass guitar. Oh no, TRBX 304. Okay, my mistake. Uh, I've never played a TRB and I kind of want to get a five-string one in the new year. I really like the pickup 
system that's on there. I think it's really interesting. So yeah, cool. Um, nice. The Yamaha BB oh seven three four at number two. So I'm jumping way up the price scale now with the that's like a thousand pound guitar, isn't it? I think second hand they go for about six or seven hundred, depending if they're popular in the market. I've seen them drop down below like five hundred before, but yeah, cool bases, cool bases, active preamps on board, nice. They look good. If it's anything like Yamaha, then that you know they're going to be good quality. And at the number one top spot is the Fender Deluxe Active Precision Special with Maple Fingerboard. Now. I can't quite remember what this is. The special. I thought that maybe that's what the Player Plus has now replaced. Um, active precision bases. I Now, I don't mind active PJ. That's okay. I can get on board with that. But just active P base, it, I, it just rubs me the wrong way for some reason. I think that they just sound better passive. I really like vintage sounding P bases with like preamps and, and amps you know that are a bit more give you a bit more modern sound maybe but like i yeah i like having my simple p bass and yeah active p basses yeah i i get it with a jazz bass and humbuckers they sound fantastic and active but p bass is not for me um in active i mean i like a passive p bass but i'm assuming that normally when they do active ones it's a pj and that because you've got that jazz bass pickup in the bridge adds a bit more punch and uh presence and so i can see how an active circuit you know works with that well so nice uh yeah fair enough it's that would be a, a nice quality mexican made instrument ah so that was quite a roller coaster that list <laughs> some some i think are good some i think eh, not, not so good but whatever i like it thank you i am music I, uh, ID time music for that list. That was lovely. So from one list to another, let's crack on with the show and get into the Dooblies 2021. Oh, <laughs> uh, hello and welcome back. I have compiled a list of different categories for the guitars that I have played this year, ones I haven't played this year, all different categories in here, um, and some decided by me, some decided by you at home. I put up some polls on my Instagram story, at Johnny Dibble, and people voted, and I kind of taken the most popular answers uh, from there. So yeah, nice one. Uh, well, let's not waste any more of your precious, precious time. Uh, we're going to start things off with the best bass pedal now my favorite pedal that i have played this year uh, on the channel that i've reviewed is the electro harmonics bass soul food i think this pedal is great i think it punches way 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 way, way above its price point and is a really awesome kind of like budget dark glass sound in one um when plugging it straight into my line 6 hx stomp recording through my pretty affordable setup it sounds phenomenal it gives you that really grindy punchy sound which i think is just 
really cool it can do subtle as well but it really shines when you're turning up the drive turning up the treble turning up the blend and going all out it's it's a really really cool pedal and uh yeah nice from the best pedal to the worst pedal um yes there are going to be some shameful awards <laughs> in uh in this list so i'm very sorry and the worst pedal i've already spoken about it actually for me is the fender downtown express I was just really not impressed with it. I thought, I love Fender amp sounds. I love Fender basses. I've never tried a pedal. I really like the Fender bassman. I've got a whole, hell, my whole, my whole live setup is Fender's Fender rumble rig, which I think is great. And the overdrive is pretty cool on there. And I was hoping for that bassman kind of warm vintage overdrive sound and whilst i think the overdrive is the best thing about this pedal i thought the rest was just really underwhelming and uh yeah undercooked no good made me a bit sick so uh, yeah although it was top in that other list it's pretty low down in my list when looking back on the different pedals that i've reviewed this year i wasn't a massive fan so sorry fender sorry sorry please be my friends Okay, moving on to the pick players pick. So this one is, uh, I say pick players pick, no one else picked it, it was me, <laughs> but I consider myself a pick player. Uh, it's basically just the bass that I checked out this year that I thought had the best uh, pick tone, best heavy sounding tone, because I played pretty hard. Uh, and that goes to the Jackson Spectra bass. Uh, this was the only five string i no i did an ibanez as well this was one of <laughs> the five strings that i checked out this year my first time actually owning a five string that i bought myself um the preamp on this thing it's an affordable bass and the preamp are normally the letdowns on on affordable bases i think when they've got an active preamp and this one's got really complicated preamp and it sounds awesome it's really, really good. And it gave you this incredible grindy uh, low end sound, which I thought was really, really good and really impressed me. And it's a 35 scale, so nice and tight, perfect for abusing that string and attacking it with some ferocious energy. Uh, yeah, awesome. I don't have the bass anymore. I needed to fund something else. It wasn't getting the love it needed for me because I'm predominantly a four string player. So who knows? Maybe I'll get another one. Maybe I'll buy it back one day. Who knows? But a uh, really, really cool bass. And obviously it's purple. So, you know, that just wins automatically anyway. Um, yeah. Pick plays pick. Jackson Spectra. Nice one. The next category is the best slapper. And the best slapper goes to Johnny Dibble. <laughs> no. Um, the best slapper for me was a tough one this year. I dabble in slap i'm not a, i'm no by no means a great slap player um my favorite slap tones you know i think every i really flip-flop between what my favorite slap tones are it'll either be yeah i love humbuckers playing slap oh it sounds so good or oh jazz basses are built for slap oh so good and then i'll hear a p bass doing slap and i'm like oh man like oh it's just something so wrong but so right about it oh just this nice growl it sounds so good um but this this year i'm giving best slapper to my 1985 ibanez rb 960 uh made in japan 
it's a beautiful beat up old bass and it's got active pickups no preamp just active pickups both humbuckers fully on uh it's great slap tone sounds great and it's probably my favorite that i've had this year uh, from the videos that are on my channel so yeah props up to you ibanez in 1985 <laughs> uh please bring back the roadstar series oh so cool do it if i want anything out of 2022 it's that <sighs> nice moving on to the next award which is the fingering award yes you heard that right the fingering award uh this goes to the best bass at fingering um uh, at fingering tones you know what i mean um and that goes to my gretsch electromatic junior jet 2 short scale bass double humbucker this thing sounds great finger style is so much fun on this bass and i love love playing finger style on it is so much fun i don't think it's amazing for slap pick tones with some distortion sound incredible but yeah i really like finger style i really want to put some flats on there as well it's inspired me uh it's, it just inspires me to play differently because it's a short scale as well i think it really lends itself to that and the pickup configuration it's just awesome really really like that bass super super affordable and yeah the first one that kind of switched me on to short scales i played a couple and not really got on with them that much not really liked the sound or the feel all that much until this one to be honest so yeah love it fingering award goes to gretch nice <laughs> someone want to tag them with in that on twitter or instagram please please send that on please send that that way um the next award is a, a very sad one and it is the one that got away we've all been there <sighs> times are tough you think right if i want to buy something or i haven't got any money i'm gonna have to sell one of my children aka one of my bases and i had to do that this year because i wanted something and i, I it was a moment of weakness okay i sold my sterling stingray the butterscotch blonde one and it's in a good it's in a good place now it's in good hands that's i have some warmth knowing that that it is getting loved but uh yeah it was a, a regrettable sell because it's an awesome 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 uh base and i love stingrays i definitely want 2022 to be full of stingrays i want a new one um i did sell it to fund the gnl l2000 double humbucking bass series parallel switching really really interesting electronics and really cool i thought yeah this is going to replace that this is gnl's version of a stingray let's do it this would be you know leo fender's last hurrah and his final accumulation of all these designs into one ultimate base this would be the one um and the neck's just too fat it's it's not too fat it's i love it it's great neck it, but it's more p base it's not quite what i want for like a stingray sound i want it to be slim and sleek but still uh not not as slim as like a modern c stingray neck basically i just realized that i want another stingray and i'll probably keep the gnl as well <laughs> it gives me a different flavor um which i really enjoy but i do want to get another single humbucker stingray in the new year hopefully sterling bring out some cool stuff so moving on from that to a nice topic which is the prettiest bass 
the prettiest base in all of the land uh, in 2021. Um, this one actually goes to a base that I haven't played, but I one that I have gawked after. <laughs> one that I saw and was like, oh my goodness, I need that in my life. Post haste. Um, it's not going to get in my life because it's extremely expensive. Probably like three grand, I think. But uh, yeah, uh, it is a stunner. And that is the Music Man Ball Family Run Stingray Special 5-String. Never has a Music Man Stingray 5 looked so good. I think they look good anyway, but they don't look as good as the 4-Strings with like the different pickup design. Uh, pickup, pick guard design. But man, this one, it's all natural, incredible looking burly woods on there. Uh, like a maple fretboard. I know it's not maple. It might be like bird's eye or something like that. I haven't got a picture of it in front of me. But uh, from memory, uh, block inlays, black hardware, and then like wooden knobs. Oh my God. You know, I love a wooden knob. I've really got to stop making that my brand. <laughs> um, It's so good. The Ball family uh, Ball Family Run? Ball, Ball Family Reserve uh, bases are ones that they basically make for people and then I don't know if it's the ones that they didn't want or the ones that they didn't end up selling or it's a very, very short run of bases. Like a reject artist series, essentially, um, that they've designed and they release like four, I think it is, uh, each season. So I think this was part of the fall range. I might be wrong there, but really really cool i'd recommend you go and check it out it's nicknamed the slugger so yeah give it a google beautiful beautiful base um and from the prettiest base to the ugliest based based the fugliest base goes to and it's a joint joint winners this time it's the harley benton uh marquez and the jackson cbxnt the 2021 was a good and a bad year for for many um for these brands it was a bad year because they came up with these monstrosities the harley benton just the headstock looks naff don't like it it should have been a headless base because of the shape of the body the horns are too pokey the bottom of it's too flat where it should have looked like it should have had some headless base elements so the the tuning pegs man it, it's just wrong it just looks so bad, I think. <laughs> but, you know, it sounds pretty cool in some demos. But for me, if something sounds incredible but looks awful, I don't want it. I've said it a million times, but you got to want to pick it up. And I I just w would want to put that base down. And the same goes for the uh, Jackson uh, concert base. You probably know about this base because it's the... Is there like Rickenbacker... It's their take on a Rickenbacker, and man, they are not doing Rickenbacker any favours here or flattering them in any way, because my god, this is an ugly thing. Uh, it's like got the pickup covers, but it's a PJ configuration, weirdly spaced out pickups, and it just looks awful. Now, you might have seen that uh, Patrick Hunter shares the same opinion, and it's, it is a, it's the correct opinion. I said that opinions can't be right or wrong, but this is the right one. And yeah, it's just so ugly. So ugly. And the colours they did it with, like this green or this red. I think there's a black one, which is the better one. But oh man, it's just so awful looking. Um, 
But I did actually, I did see the other day that some, I don't know if it was a modded one or if it was a factory one, that somebody had done like a, the classic Rickenbacker, like red burst, sunburst looking version of it. And that actually looked way better, way better. Um, and it would look better if it was just a natural finish with the black pit guard on it. I think that could look quite cool. But yeah, as it is, man, the colours don't do it any favours. Awful. <laughs> Thanks, Jackson. Love you. Next up is the base brand of the year. Now, this is as voted for by you all at home. Now, there was it was very close this year. Um, there was some... There was one winner, but there was one that was close seconds. The close second was Squire. And yeah, I think Squire have had a, a good year overall. They've released the, um, the Paranormal was last year, wasn't it? Yeah, Paranormal was last year. Um, but they have had some more like, contemporary stuff, some limited run colors of that. They've released the whole new affinity range. And yeah, it's, it's been a pretty good year for Squire, I'd say. Probably a very popular year as well. Just looking at analytics of my videos, the Squire videos are always very popular. They're a massive name. Um, so, yeah, Squire, good on you. Had a good year. I'm looking forward to what you can do more of next year. Interesting, a lot of the classic vibe stuff has been getting a bit of a bad rap compared to the old vintage modified stuff anyway. And just for some quality control issues. So with brands like Harley Benton nipping at your toes, I would be I would be surprised if they don't address some of that next year and bring out some new models. So yeah, interested. Always interested to see what Squire do. I want to see some more roasted maple stuff though. Come on. Give it to us. Nice. Um yeah, so well done Squire. But that's not the top brand. The top brand as voted for by you at home is Sire. Now, I kind of didn't see this coming. Sire, I don't know if they've had that many releases this year, have they? I know they have released uh, the the 5 series, the D5 and the P5. And I have pre-ordered both of those. <laughs> uh, but I pre-ordered them in February and they still haven't arrived. They're, avi they're, av they're arriving in late January, which is you know almost a year wait for £400 bases is crazy and i know the world's upside down at the minute and that's why but man i'm getting impatient <laughs> i want them now but i can see why they got the base brand of the year because they're very exciting releases um but again this category isn't necessarily just for new releases i have been seeing a lot of love for sire this year anyway loads of people in my dms and in the comments talking about sire and picking up their first base being a sire and or their second base and being blown away with the improvement and yeah just it's been a good year for them financially i'm sure just based on what i've seen because they're just more popular than ever and for good reason they're fantastic bases amazing quality for the money so yeah changing the game pushing the boat out and forcing competitors to oh i don't know compete so yeah nice one sire well done base brand of the year and that takes us on to sorry to say our final the last award of the dibley's 2021 and that is release of the year so this is getting specific to an actual base that's come out this year uh, so it could be the sire but it's not um spoiler the base release of the year goes to the fender player plus 
series. Now, <laughs> it's kind of specific and not because it's gone to a whole series, but I had definitely hadn't, but I definitely had lots of people saying that the jazz bass, the P bass, it's kind of it's the Mexican version of like the ultra range, so the highest end Mexican version that you can get essentially with all the high specs, but just made in Mexico. And yeah, really, really cool. Loads of really interesting colors too. And the fades, whilst eh, aren't always my cup of tea, um, I think they're so interesting. And it's definitely sparked up conversation online as to what people want from Fender. Um, and I think this is a step in the right direction, regardless of what you think of it. Um, so yeah. Thank you so much to everybody that voted. I'm going to go through them again. Best pedal of the year. The Electro Harmonics Soul Food. Worst pedal of the year. The Fender Downtown Express. The Pick Player's Pick. Jackson Spectra. Um, yeah, but that is it for the Dibleys this year. <laughs> Thank you so much to everybody that is engaged with voting on things, sending in podcast questions as well. I love talking to everybody online, you know, people that send me DMs about things or all the guests that have come on the podcast. Thank you so much. This podcast has definitely been a highlight of 2021 for me. It's been a bit of a roller coaster, uh, ups and downs, loop-de-loops and this is definitely one of the positives. I have absolutely loved getting to grips with podcasting and yeah, just trying to do something for the base community that is just fun, conversational, get people involved. And yeah, I've just had a blast. And thank you so much to everybody that has shared it and has followed it on Spotify, things like that, giving it a rating and yeah, just sharing the love. I, I appreciate it so much um if you want to link up with me start a conversation or about bass or anything really um then hit me up on instagram at johnny dibble i'm always posting on there all the latest things um and doing all the polls for where you can get involved with this podcast um so yeah go and check it out like like i said this is gonna probably gonna be the last one and what's the date today yeah this is gonna be the last podcast of the year um, so I will see you all in the new year. Let's hope that 2022 is even better. I hope you all have an amazing Christmas or whatever holiday you're celebrating this year. Have a great time and an amazing new year. Once again, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.